All right, coming off the bye week, how's the body feel? Feeling pretty good. You know, got a chance to, uh, you know, go in the training room, really calm down after playing. And um, a whole lot of games and a whole lot of snaps. You get a whole lot of snaps per game. Defense is getting a little strained, but feel good, you know. You get that bye weekend, you you don't really have to – you're still practicing hard, but the coaches know to take care of us and stuff like that. So, you know, they, they looked out with the extra time. You know, talk about this for you again. You kind of – you played some last year. You got the start against Louisville. But when, when Jaywalk and TJ go down, all of a sudden you're thrust in there and you and Aiden – again, you guys came in together, so you guys have a really good bond. But has it been fun to kind of really get going really since the UVA game? No, nah, definitely. Uh, me and Aiden definitely have a really good bond. You know, we're real close. and um, We can play well off of each other, always talk. But uh, now that we've got multiple starts under our belts, it's like – you know, uh, Haynes always calls us uh, the freshman. He called the freshman the pups. And um, I remember he called us the pups all last year whenever we were in film. It's like the pups grown up now. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, it just feels good getting more confidence, you know, out there with more experience. So, so talk about that. Talk about your confidence level. Do you feel like that has grown a lot over the last three or four weeks? Oh, tremendously. Tremendously. Every, every play, uh, your confidence grows because, I mean, no matter how many reps you get in practice, the end game is just different. The end game feels different. The speed uh, the power, the way, you, the speed you have to process things. Everything is different. So, uh, you know, more games, definitely you get the, m- the more feel for stuff. You know, just talk about it. I'm sure you did some self-reflecting, and Coach Haynes is going to do that as well with, with you guys and really break down how you've played. Do you feel like you've played pretty well, that it, uh, it continues to be a little bit more consistent? Um, yeah, I'm becoming more um, of a consistent player. But with myself, I'm really hard on myself. And Haynes is hard on me too, um, which he should. You know, he brings the best out of his players. But I, le- I left a whole lot of plays out there last game, I felt like. And, you know, the stats didn't really uh, reflect that. Like after the uh, locker room, going into the locker room, I was in a uh, don't even, nobody talk to me type of mood until somebody came up to me and was like, yo, did you know you was leading tackler? Aiden had actually texted me. He said, 11 tackles, bro. I said, you must be, you must be talking about yourself. You can't be talking about me. And he was like, nah, he, he said I had 11, he had 10. So, um, you know, out there on the field, it always feels like uh, it feels like you're, you're playing worse than what, what you are because you're just thinking about um, just the small mistakes you made. You're not, I don't, you, you try not to reflect on the good plays. We try not to get too high and too low. But I'm definitely uh, always thinking about, oh, let me pick it up after a mistake. So, uh, you know, I definitely feel like I'm playing better. And, of course, from last year, uh, just the growth, just taking it week by week and learning the playbook. The playbook is becoming easier for me, you know, starting to understand what we're trying to get accomplished conceptually than just what my job and my role is. And that helps you play faster as a linebacker and a football player in general. Down to Jamie linebacker Trent Hendrick. And talk about the, the difference from last year to this year. Is it night and day for you as far as how comfortable you feel, what you know, what you can see on the field, or even breakdown in film? Is it night and day from last year to this year? Um, I wouldn't really say it's night and day, but I'm, I've definitely grown tremendously, though. Definitely. Just um, small, like, calls and adjustment, audibles, just little stuff. And like I said, it's really conceptually. Uh, Torres Jones, he, he really talked to me throughout the offseason about – you know, trying to learn what everybody else is doing. He's big on he, – he said he learned the playbook his best during COVID off of playing Madden. <laughs> and he has said, just look up the Madden playbook right quick and because um, every every defensive coverage is on Madden somewhere, everything that everybody runs. And he was like, you're going to be able to understand what everybody does if you can, like, see, the like, the plays and the way they spread out. And I'm not a big Madden player myself, but I took his advice and just looked at it. And I was like, sure enough, I was like, TJ, is this, is this so-and-so-and-so? He'd be like, yep, that's it. <laughs> But, um, you know, this year I just I feel like I'm playing faster and playing with more confidence. And um, like I said, confidence comes with experience and, uh, and preparation. Yeah. So I think I, I think I took my, my preparation game up a whole lot as far as studying and um, watching film 
and knowing what to look for and knowing how to study film because it's a difference. You can study the playbook for three hours a day, but if you don't know what you're looking at, it's not really going to do you any justice. So Talk about that a little bit because that is something that can be learned. Again, guys can say they're, they're film junkies or something like that, but if you're not really studying what you need to, is, is that something that has taken some time? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Definitely is taking some time and um even down to like how you take notes right now um you know uh our freshman linebacker uh, Gannon Weathersby, he he always asks me like, "Oh, let me see your notebook or you know, send, send me what you wrote for today." And um you know, I'm trying to just help him out as far as like how to organize and like how to how to pay attention in the meeting room and capture the stuff that needs to be captured instead of having to write down everything. You got to find the right medium. So uh yeah, learning how to watch film, you got to set yourself up, you know, watch the it's a difference between watching. You can watch a team play a full game just casually just to get a feel, and then you can watch it, like, critically almost and, like, put yourself in the call, see, get a feel of what they like to call on what's the regular first down, the bread and butters, what they like on third down, on third and short, and you can get a feel for how they coach calls a game, and that helps you play faster. We talked a lot the last couple of years about the relationship with Taurus and, and Jalen, but how about you and Aiden? We, we, you, you briefly mentioned that, but you guys came in together. You both played a little bit as true freshmen a year ago. Um, it seems like you guys are tight and can really, really work off each other. Yeah, no, nah, me and Aiden, um, we, we, you know, we, we have a really good chemistry. I'm talking like we talk before the play, uh, mid-play, we'll be talking to each other, you know. So uh, it just comes with uh, getting reps together. Last year, Aiden and I didn't really get a whole lot of reps playing together, so we couldn't really build that. But this year, I can definitely feel it. Like, I, I love playing with my boy, you know. Um, I know it feels good when you're out there and you know the man to the left or right or you depending on what side of the field we on. He got your back. So I know Aiden always got my back. I got his. And, um, you know, we play each other, play off of each other, make calls off of each other. And, um, you know, we're building a good chemistry. And you're playing at a high level. I'm sure it's fun to see him play at a high level, too. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, it's always good to see a brother shine. Anybody in the linebacker group, well, on the team, of course, but, you know, just talking about the guys. You know, um, when the starters go down, you know, we like to preach after practice there's no there's no fall off. You know, anybody who steps up in our group, we get we all get coached up well by Haynes, and um, he's very critical on everybody, not just his ones or his ones and his twos. He coaches everybody like like they're going to go out there and start. So uh, it's just the standard. The standard never changes. So when we go out there, you know, we expect everybody to make plays. And it's just it's, – it's, um, it's, it's, real, it's real beautiful watching the two young guys. Well, we used to be young guys, but we're not young no more. Not the pups anymore. Not the pups anymore. <laughs> so, you know, just to see us grow up and um, go out there and start to make plays and develop as, to, uh, you know, players ourselves and get to, get to see what type of, type of football player we become. Did you learn a lot just from last year and even early this year in fall camp and spring ball from Taurus and Jalen, just watching those guys and learning from those guys? Oh, yeah, a great amount. I, I mean, I can't even speak as to how much the older guys are talking. And it's not even just Taurus and Jalen. I mean, you got Seth, Julio. Julio's really a mastermind when it comes to the playbook. I mean, all of us going to each, as far as, like, how, uh, being able to, to uh, teach each other stuff that they know and give each other little tips and tricks. And we always watch each other play. Or, uh, like, say during a game, I'll be playing, and I'll tell, t- tell Jaywalk, watch me. Watch me out there. I'll come back to the sideline, and um, if anything that, that he's seen or any type of, type of notes that he has for me, he'll tell me. So we always talk d- throughout the game, even to people who, say if you never even touched the field that game, you're still in the V, and we all huddled up together as a tight-knit group, you know, just coaching each other up. So, you know, the older guys play a huge part as far as my learning process and being able to, you know, coach me up and give me a good example as to, you know, how I should play. That's a big deal, isn't it? When you're not getting a ton of time, but you're still involved in everything. You can see things. You can still learn things. That, I mean, that means a lot as a younger player. 
yeah, of course, Haynes always talks about get the mental reps, get the mental reps. And um, last year, that was key. Like, during um walkthrough period, uh, I'd be standing, you know, right next to Haynes, right behind, you know, Jay Walker or whatever, the linebackers, and I'd be, you know, saying the calls. I'd be making the calls that I'm supposed to give, trying to even down to, like, if I'm doing a drill and somebody's in front of me, I'll be behind them doing the drill myself, like just walking through the drill, trying to feel something out. It's, even when you're off the field, mental rep is – I say almost or even more important than um, the actual rep because you really get to see it and feel it out and you get to watch the mistakes or watch the good plays that the man in front of you makes and learn off that. Talk about your relationship with, with Coach Haynes. You, you mentioned him quite a bit and, and, and rightfully so, but obviously being the D.C. and in charge of the defense, but with, with your linebacking room, um, it seems like he's, he's built a good relationship with all you guys. I, I'd say the linebackers have to have the closest Nick group as far as, you know, even with the coach, within the coach, the players, all that, we, we really close. And, um, you know, when I came in, uh, Aiden and I, we used to – Haynes would have us meet in the, in the summer once a week just to uh, start start diving into the playbook. So it started it started early with him. He's a really, really good coach, really smart, and um, he's really critical on me, as he should, and he knows, he knows how to bring the best out of me. And um, he's been doing that, being hard on me, and uh, I, I absorb that like a sponge. Try to try to be as coachable as possible. You can't take anything personal in football. You know, he just always wants to see the best of me and I'm um, in the group. So you know, just listen to what he says. He knows best. And um, as you can see, if you do it, what Coach Haynes coaches you to do, the good things happen. Did he recruit you in high school? Um, yeah, Coach Haynes recruited me. Coach Haynes and um, Coach Whitley was my uh, like the uh, the area, the Richmond area recruiter. But Coach Haynes also recruited me. He played a big part, and he was very vocal in, um, in that. And uh, he would, uh, you know, ask me for my um, game links and stuff like that. And he was always uh, texting before I committed. He was texting me, making sure I'm good, just checking up, you know, the usual recruitment stuff. Right. He was real good on that. That, that. He definitely played a part as to why I came to um, JMU. Well, talk about uh, that's a part. Why, why ultimately did you pick JMU? Going through my, my recruiting process, uh, the school that I wanted to attend, I knew I wanted to go somewhere relatively close to home if possible, but I knew I had to go to the best situation for me. But uh, I wanted my parents to be able to come to pretty much every home game if possible. Um, I also wanted to go to a school where I could get uh, my good education with my degree. I mean, with my major. I'm a um, psychology major. I'm trying to get into uh, industrial psych when I graduate. And then I also wanted, on a football aspect, I wanted to go somewhere where I could, uh, I know I could touch the field early. And I knew JMU, I'd be able to touch the field early, which I have. And, um, you know, they trust me and, and my abilities to play. And um, they let me go out there and play. So, And we're a winning program, too. <laughs> You know, how about your your transformation of your body a little bit? I even told you um, in the summer and, and early in fall camp that man, you look good. It, uh, your work ethic has always been really good, but has that come now with with the kind of maturing into this and understanding your body better? Has that have you transformed your body as much as I think you have from last year? Oh uh, no, I definitely have. Everybody <laughs> always says stuff like that, but um, I've, I've always been um pretty mature about my um about my physique like in sixth grade going into seventh grade I've always been like uh a little on the tubby side and I I got big bone jeans in my family short <laughs> short short shorter and wider but uh so in sixth grade I literally knew like I, I I look at myself I was like look you either can go this way or this way I knew I was in puberty I was like okay if I if I lock in right now and um, what I did was for a month, 30 days straight, 200 push-ups and two minutes of plank. If I missed a day, the next day would be 400 push-ups, four minutes of planking. And um, in 30 days, I seen instant with like, like six-pack cut up. <laughs> and I knew, I knew then I was like, okay, if I really put my mind to this yeah. and you lock in, you can really achieve any type of body that you want. And I knew coming into uh, 
coming into college, I was a little on the heavier side. I played baseball my spring season, uh, senior year. So, uh, you know, baseball doesn't really do too much working out. <laughs> and I was eating good before I left, you know, mom with the graduation cookouts and all that stuff. So I was a little, I was 245 pushing 250 coming into, um, that's the most I've ever weighed. And right now I'm 225. I feel real good. My body fat low. I can't remember what my body fat percentage is, but I dropped a lot of body fat percentage and I feel better. I feel much, much faster. And it's funny you ask because sometimes I think like when I get tired during practice, if we're doing indie, I think, man, what would I feel like if I was still 240 right now? <laughs> no, no doubt. You mentioned playing baseball. Did you play everything growing up? Yeah, I played a little bit of everything growing up. Football was actually my last sport. Um, I was, I started off with bitty ball basketball. That was probably like my favorite sport growing up. My most played, uh, not t ball and baseball. I played that. Uh, played a little bit of tennis growing up for a couple of years. Played uh, played soccer once. Um, but football football came last. And my football program, the Chamberlain Packers, every year my my age group, every other year I think we we wouldn't have. I know it was a couple of years where we would we didn't even have enough people on the team. So I remember one year I think when I was eleven or twelve. I had played soccer in the fall, and this is another one of those transformation, like my body transformation moments, because I was like on the line. I knew I was fast and I was athletic. I was always one of the fastest on the team, but I was just big, so I had to be on the line. <laughs> so when I was 12, I was like, okay, this is uh, that, that sixth grade summer that I played uh, uh, soccer too, got my footwork right, came back the next season running the ball. Uh, ninth grade, I strictly played running back. In 10th grade, I got in a, uh, to start playing running back and linebacker, and uh, you know, I found out I was going to be a linebacker. Did you, did you just keep playing running back, though? Yeah, I kept playing running back, too. But um, senior year, I stopped running the ball as much. You know, um, I was a little selfish. I'd get in once the ball crossed the 50-yard and just and just punch it in. I was one of TDs? Yeah, I just, wanted, I just wanted stats a little bit. I was, I was getting banged up. I, you know, I'd rather – I found out that, that uh, you, your body feels much better after you hit somebody the whole game rather than to get hit. So uh, We're talking to Trent Hendrick, linebacker for James Madison, as I get set for Georgia Southern this week. And, you know, talk about this game this week. Obviously um, – Losing to them when you were five and zero a year ago does that is, is there talk about that? Oh yeah, of course, of course. We're you know we're fueled up for this game. That uh, Coach Sig always tells us you know don't don't buy into what social media says. The hype up you know same thing from last year. We were getting ranked top twenty five, five and zero. You know riding high, but you can't can't get too high. Can never get too low. So you know we definitely ready that bye week. We were locked in, coaches uh, and the players, players, older guys, leaders on the team. It's definitely a serious demeanor in the locker room. Uh, nobody's going into this game thinking it's a, a fluff show or, or it's going to be or they're going to come in and just and just roll over. You know, talk about what you see on film uh, offensively out of these guys. Uh, they have a good offense, probably one of the best offenses that we're going to face this year for sure. As far as um, you know, scheme wise, and uh, you know, you seen that last year they put up uh, what like 600 total yards, maybe like 400, 500 in the air. So uh, definitely trying to lock in on that. Been been watching film, a whole lot of film, trying to recognize formations and plays. Like I said, you know, the uh, the preparation comes confidence, and you get to play faster. You know what's already going to happen. You get to play faster. So, you know, just really trying to dial in and lock in for this week. You know, you guys are the, the number one rushing defense in the country. I'm sure as a linebacker, you take a ton of pride in that, don't you? Of course. Of course. Yeah, you know, um, on our defense, we it's run first. That's the, always the first job. Even, like, when you know that the team isn't going to run the ball or they're not run, stop the run first. Stop the run first, and then, and then you know, you can play off that. And that starts up with the guys up front, man. Congrats to them on the, uh, on the midseason accomplishments but, um, and accolades. But, you know, definitely got to stay hungry throughout the rest of the season. But, you know, it's much easier to play when the guys up front are, you are, are in the backfield every play.
I was going to say, those guys make your job a little easier, don't they? Uh, literally. Um, I, I, one of my things I'm trying to critique in my game is sometimes, like, say I'm in my pass drop, I'll get to watching the, literally, like, watching the D-line. I mean, they're back there. It's like a frenzy. It's like you throw a, a chicken leg in a, a pool full of piranhas. It's hard not to watch when they're when they, when they moving like that. But, you know, shout out to those guys. Do you feel like your game has evolved into being an every-down linebacker to be able to drop in coverage and cover if you need to? Is that something that's improved for you, too? Yeah, but that, that's what Haynes recruits, though. All of the linebackers are, are athletic and are capable of playing in the run, the pass. He likes rangy, athletic, explosive linebackers. So that, that's all of us. You, you're known that you're going to have to play run and pass. Trent, I appreciate everything, man. Congratulations. Up to this point, go get one this weekend. Yeah, of course. You know, trying to get this big win this weekend. Uh, you know, shut them down in the home, protect the house. Good luck, my man. Appreciate that.